said it any better than that. Thanks for our intro, Ike. This is the final episode of the Varsity Ward Primary Podcast. We have had so much fun listening to your testimonies and getting to know you better as best we could during this pandemic. We hope that anyone listening has been uplifted and felt closer to our Savior Jesus Christ and closer to our Ward family. Heads up, guys, we will be having a primary activity in August. More details to come. And if you see any of these kids, make sure you wish them a happy birthday this summer. Vaughn Osmond, Sophia Levitt, Breaker Orr, Joan Robinson, Bella Mandin, Lucy Stewart, Haley Levitt, and Brixton Vardy. Now we will hear Article of Faith number 7 from Joan Robinson. And then we'll hear messages from Elsie Strang. Reese Nielsen, and Sister Dazlin Bourne. We believe in the gift of tongues, prophecy, revelation, vision, healing, interpretation, and tongues, and so forth. Elsie, how should you treat your siblings and friends when you remember that we are all children of God? Nice and kind, and make sure that they are always feeling special. Reese, what is one thing the bishop does for the ward? Um, something that the bishop does for the ward is he collects tithing and fast offerings, and he uses it for people that don't have as much money or need food, and corn fests and activity boys and camps. Reese, what is something the bishop or our previous bishop has done for our family? Um, something that the previous bishop has done for our family is he would bring cookies over or bites or like little foods so we could have snacks and him and his family would come over to check on us. Reese, how can we sustain the bishop in his calling? Um, so some ways that we sustain the bishop in his calling is we can pay our tithing, come to church, raise our hand, raise our right hand, and p- pray and fast for him. Did you, did you know? Did, did you, you know? know? Did you know? Hi, my name's John. I like to play with my my toy eloquence. And I like to make my bed. Hi, my name is Elsie, and I love to do crafts, and I like salmon, and um, I love to swim. Hi, my name is Reese Nielsen, and something cool about me is that I have my own business. Uh. 
Born and I teach the CTR4 class. And the section I chose to give my spiritual thought on is DNC 76 from the week of July 5th to the 11th and come follow me. In that chapter, it talks about the three degrees of glory which stood out to me. After Jesus comes again, we all get judged based on the good and bad we did in life. The first degree is the celestial kingdom. And this is where the righteous get to live with Jesus and Heavenly Father again. In verse 69, in section 76, it says, These are they who are just men, made perfect through Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, who wrought out his, this perfect atonement through the shedding of his own blood. This, the second degree is the terrestrial kingdom. Those who are good but don't follow Jesus and his commandments will go here. And the final degree of glory is the celestial kingdom. Those who don't follow Jesus and don't repent will end up here. Jesus died for us so that we could receive a body and grow our faith. Through the atonement of Jesus Christ, we are able to repent so that we can live with Jesus and Heavenly Father again. I know that this is a part of God's plan so that we learn to follow him. I know that Jesus died for us so that we can live with him again. And I know that I'm trying to be like Jesus and follow his commandments so that I can be with him again. And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. What's up, everyone? Um, this is the missionaries again. Uh, this is Elder Hammond. Um, and unfortunately... Elder Stankless, my last companion, who you guys heard in the last recording, um, is now gone. He has returned back to, to Leighton, Utah, um, and is enjoying being home. But I now have a new companion, and he is going to introduce himself a little bit to us. Hey guys, I'm Elder Saunders. I'm so very thankful to be part of the Varsity Ward, and I can't wait to meet and uh, get to know you guys a little bit better. Um, and I was told I could share my favorite scripture, so I'll go ahead and do that. And that is Isaiah 40, verse 31. And it says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Now this verse reminds me that whenever I'm going through something hard or I'm going through a trial in my life, that I can reach out to the Lord and He will allow me to get through whatever trial or challenge I'm going through. And... um I'm so very thankful to be able to have this knowledge and to know that I can rely on the Lord um, in all that I need and all that I'm doing in my life. And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We'll uh, we'll see you guys next month. Amen. Well, yeah, just uh, we love you guys and yeah, peace out. Bye. Varsity.
Hello, boys and girls. I hope you are staying nice and cool during all of this heat. I'm hoping that lots of you have had lots of times in swimming pools or lakes or somewhere near water, as that is what we have been trying to do. I heard from a few of you that you loved the guest, the primary song. So I'm going to do two of those for you today. So I'll play a little bit and I'll play it really slow. And then you can tell me or you can just yell it out. <laughs> what you think the song is and then I'll play it. Okay, they should be very easy. These should be songs that all of you know really well. I'm sure all of you have it by now. Okay, let me play it for you and you can sing along. Ready? seeing all of you with your actions. Okay, here's your second one. I'll start nice and slow, so yell it out. Do any of you know it by just that? If you do, come tell me on Sunday. <laughs> Whoa, I played it wrong. Stay nice and cool out there. It's story time. Chapter 35, The Saints Leave Jackson County, Missouri. Because the mob in Jackson County was causing so much trouble, the Saints tried to get help from the governor of Missouri. William Phelps and Orson Hyde went to see the governor. They told him about the mob and how their homes had been destroyed. The governor would not help them. He told them to ask the judges for help, but the judges were friends of the mob and they would not help either. The mob attacked the saints for six, six days. They tore down their homes, hurt the men, and broke into a store and threw everything on the floor. The mob made the saints leave their homes. It was winter and many people died because they were homeless in the cold, wet weather. The saints went to other parts of Missouri to get away from the mob. 
The saints were sad. Their homes, farms, and stores had been destroyed. Their animals had been stolen. The governor and the judges would not help them. But the saints still had faith in God. They knew the church of Jesus Christ was true, and they knew that Joseph Smith was a prophet of God. While the saints were being persecuted in Missouri, Joseph Smith was in Kirkland, Ohio. Jesus gave Joseph a revelation explaining why the saints in Missouri were having trouble. Jesus said some of the saints had not obeyed the commandments. They had not been united as the people of Zion must be. Some of them had argued and some and said mean things to each other. Some were jealous and some would not share. In spite of these problems, Jesus said that he loved the saints and would not forget them. He said they should be comforted because the pure in heart would someday return and build Zion. Jesus told the saints to prepare for when he comes to the earth again. When he comes, people will love each other and have peace. Those who were persecuted for following Jesus will be blessed. Satan will not have the power to tempt people. There will be no death as it is known today. Everyone will be happy. Chapter 36, Zion's Camp. While people in Missouri were making the saints leave their homes, Joseph Smith was nearly 1,000 miles away in Kirkland, Ohio. He prayed to know how to help the saints in Missouri. In a revelation, Jesus told Joseph that some of the men in the church should go to Missouri to help the saints. Joseph Smith was to be their leader. The Lord wanted 500 men to go. Joseph obeyed the Lord. He told the saints that 500 men should go to the land of Zion in Missouri. But after a few weeks, only a hundred had said they would go. The 100 men left Kirkland and began the long journey to Missouri. The group was called Zion's Camp. The men often walked 35 miles a day, despite being very hungry, thirsty, and hot. They camped together at night. On the way, a hundred more men joined them, but there were not, still not as many men as the Lord wanted. Members of the camp traveled 1,000 miles. Some of them said the trip was too hard. They complained and argued. They blamed Joseph Smith when there wasn't enough good food. They said he wasn't a good leader. Joseph told these men that they must repent or they would get sick and die. Many of the men in camp were righteous. They helped Joseph and obeyed God's commandments. At last, science camp got near Jackson County, Missouri. They camped by a river. Members of a mob had spied on the camp and knew where it was. At night, the mob came close to the camp and planned to attack it. God protected Zion's camp by sending a big storm. The wind blew trees down, large hailstones fell from the sky, and lightning hit trees. The river flooded the land. One man in the mob was killed by lightning, and other men in the mob were killed by the, were hurt by the storm. No one in Zion's camp was hurt. The men in the mob were afraid and ran away. They did not hurt anyone in Zion's camp. Three days after the storm, the Lord gave Joseph Smith a revelation. He said that the saints would have to wait to build the city of Zion. They needed to become more obedient, giving, and united. They also needed to learn more about the things the Lord required of them. The Lord also told the men of Zion's camp that they should not fight against the Missouri's mobs. Some of the men were upset about this. They felt that the trip would not be worthwhile if they did not help to fight the saint help if they did not fight to help the saints in Missouri. A few days later, many men in Zion's camp got very sick. Fourteen of them died. The prophet told the men that the sickness would go away if they would humble themselves and repent. This promise was fulfilled. 
At the end of Zion's camp, Joseph Smith met with the saints in Missouri and chose men for a high council. A few days later, he and many of the men in Zion's camp started back to Kirtland. Although the men in Zion's camp did not help the saints in Missouri, the camp was still valuable. It helped prepare Brigham Young and others for leadership in the church. They were able to prove whether they would be obedient to make sacrifices for the Lord's work. A few months later, many of those who were faithful were called as leaders in the church. Chapter 37 Priesthood Leaders Joseph Smith asked the men of Zion's camp and others to come to an important meeting in Kirkland, Ohio. Joseph told the men that Jesus wanted 12 apostles to be called to help lead the church. The Lord had told Oliver Cowdery, David Whitmer, and Martin Harris to choose the apostles. At the meeting, Oliver, David, and Martin were blessed by the first presidency of the church. They then prayed together and chose 12 good men. The 12 men were ordained apostles. The calling of the apostles was one of the most important events in the restoration of the Lord's church. Apostles are very important leaders in the church. They know that Jesus is our Savior. They teach the gospel all over the world. After a few days, other men were chosen to be leaders in the church. They were called the Seventy. The Seventy helped the apostles. One day, the twelve apostles were in a meeting. They were getting ready to go on missions, and they wanted Heavenly Father's help. The apostles asked Joseph Smith to pray for a revelation to help them on their missions. Jesus gave Joseph and the apostles a great revelation which he told them about the priesthood. The priesthood is the power of God. It is the greatest power on earth. God gives the priesthood to righteous men. Men who hold the priesthood can be authorized to preach the gospel, perform ordinances, and be leaders in the church. There are two priesthoods in the church. One is the Melchizedek priesthood, which is also called the greater priesthood. The president of the church, his counselors, the twelve apostles, and the seventy all have the Melchizedek priesthood. The president of the church is a prophet of God. He tells the people what Jesus wants them to do. The prophet has counselors who help him. The prophet and his counselors are the first presidency of the church. High priests also have the Melchizedek priesthood. Many leaders in stakes and wards are high priests. These include stake presidents, bishops, and high counselors. Men who are are ordained elders also have the Melchizedek priesthood. Elders are to teach church members and watch over them. Elders are also called to go on missions and to teach the gospel to people throughout the world. All men who have the Melchizedek priesthood can bless people. They can also give people the Holy Ghost. The other priesthood is called the Aaronic priesthood, which is also called the Lesser priesthood. The Aaronic priesthood includes the offices of bishop, priest, teacher, and deacon. Priests can baptize people, bless the sacrament, and help the elders. Teachers prepare the sacrament. They go home teaching and help members of the church live good lives. Deacons pass the sacrament. They also collect fast offering and help the bishop. Jesus said all men who have the priesthood should learn what God wants them to do. If they work hard, Heavenly Father will bless them. Chapter 38, The Pearl of Great Price. The Pearl of Great Price is a book of scripture written by the prophets. There are five parts of the Pearl of Great Price. They are the Book of Moses, the Book of Abraham, Joseph Smith, Matthew, Joseph Smith, History, and the Articles of Faith. 
the book of Moses, the first part of the Pearl of Great Price, is a revelation given to Joseph Smith. It is called the book of Moses. Moses was a prophet who lived long ago. The book of Moses tells what God said to Moses on a high mountain. Moses saw God and talked with him. God said that he had special work for Moses to do. God showed Moses the world and every, everything that would happen in it. Moses also saw all of God's children who would live in the world. God left Moses and Satan came and told Moses to worship him. Moses would not worship Satan and told him to go away. When Satan would not leave, Moses asked God for help, receiving strength from God. Moses again told Satan to leave. Satan finally left, showing great anger because Moses would not worship him. Moses was filled with the Holy Ghost. He prayed, and God came and talked with him again. God told Moses that there are many worlds, more than we can count. He said that Jesus created these worlds and would create even more because there is no end to God's work. Moses learned that God's work is to help his children so they can return to live with him forever. The book of Moses also tells about the creation of the earth, Adam and Eve and their family, the prophet Enoch and the city of Zion, and other prophets who lived long ago. The book of Abraham. The second part of the Pearl of Great Price is the book of Abraham. In July 1835, a man named Mr. Chandler came to Kirkland. He showed the saints some dummies from Egypt. Long ago, people in Egypt used cloth to wrap the bodies of people who had died. These bodies are called mummies. Some rolls of very old paper were with the mummies. Some strange writing was on the paper, and Mr. Chandler was looking for someone who could read it. He had heard that Joseph Smith could translate the writing. Joseph looked at the writing. The Lord revealed to him some, what some of it meant, and he told Mr. Chandler some of the saints bought their rolls of paper from Mr. Chandler. Joseph Smith began to study the writing, and God revealed the translation to him. Oliver Cowdery and William Phelps wrote what Joseph translated. The writing was by the great prophet Abraham, who had lived in Egypt long ago. Jesus had talked with Abraham and told him about our life before we came to earth. Jesus said that we lived as spirit children with Heavenly Father before we were born. The book of Abraham also tells about the creation of the earth, sun, moon, and stars, as well as the creation of planets, animals, and people. Abraham wanted to receive the blessings of happiness and peace. Because Abraham was faithful, Jesus made a covenant with him. A covenant is a sacred promise between God and his children. In this covenant, God promised Abraham that he would have the priesthood and a great family. God also promised Abraham that future members of his family would be given the gospel and the priesthood if they were faithful. The family of Abraham would take the gospel to all the people of the earth. Joseph Smith, Matthew, and Joseph Smith History Joseph Smith Matthew contains inspired corrections the prophet made to part of the book of Matthew in the Bible. Joseph Smith History contains the prophet's writings about the first vision, the gold plates, the Book of Mormon, and the restoration of the priesthood. The Articles of Faith The last part of the Pearl of Great Price is the Articles of Faith. One day a man whose friend was writing a book came to see Joseph Smith. The man wanted something about the church in the book, so he asked Joseph to tell how the church began. Joseph Smith wrote about the beginnings of the church. With help from God, he also wrote 13 important statements about what members of the church believed. Joseph called these statements the Articles of Faith. 
on the 1st of March, 1842, the Articles of Faith were printed in the church's newspaper. The saints read the Articles of Faith and believed what Joseph had written. In these chapters, we learn about Zion's camp. The Lord asked these men to follow the prophet and also make many sacrifices. It was very hard to be in Zion's camp. They were asked to do many hard things, but they also saw miracles and were protected. When we go through hard things, if we keep our faith and do what Heavenly Father wants us to, we will receive blessings just like these men. The men who chose the right learned many things that helped them through their lives. Remember, when you have to go through hard things, that the Lord knows you and loves you and wants to bless you. Thanks for joining us. We hope you learned something new. See you next time.
Ah. Uh. 